0: Like, this is yes useful information, too. And we love you. We love your podcast, too. And there, there's other communities, too. Some are like security background sound. Besides, you're good. They're good, too. They are. I'd never thought about it like that. Tell me more. What else did you learn doing stand-up or that you've learned kind of teaching these comedy
1: classes at work that's really the other lawyers can benefit from in their kind of work. The kind of things that I've learned, some of the things that I've learned when you're up there, first of all, you've got to know that the audience is on your side and people will want you to do well. You know that's not always true, you've got to believe that. Like, you know, and I think that chance, like, for a lawyer, sometimes you feel like you can't do something and, and maybe you feel like, you know, your coworkers do not want you to succeed or your boss doesn't want you to succeed, but maybe you can just try it on But everybody does want you to, to do well and they're on your side and they want to have a good
0: time just like, they, they want you to do well, they want to laugh. Just like your audience. No, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that completely makes sense. And I think that sometimes lawyers can self sabotage because they think people have to get them, or that they don't have the support of the people around them. And sometimes just believing that the partner isn't giving them negative feedback because they want to fail, they're feedback because they want you to improve. And everyone's really going to feedback mechanism. Mm-hmm. and where an audience is laughing, you know, partner gets feedback is not as cute. I don't know, maybe it's, maybe a, a non laughter is just as brutal as a bad markup. I, I do trying out jokes on people like in everyday conversation.
1: Sometimes. Sometimes I do. And I see that most come out when I'm with my comedian friends. Okay. And it drives it drives me crazy. Like I can't sometimes like when, when they're trying jokes on me I wanna send over okay. Yeah. 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 It's only like funny when I'm with that um, sometimes it's just like crazy. Am I this isn't like my quick laugh something. But yeah I'm trying jokes and if somebody does laugh and I wasn't even trying I always write it down to see if I can pat it a set. Do
0: you carry like a little book around or is it like a, on your phone you just record it verbally?
1: Uh, it's not very organized. I put it in my phone, and I have like something on my desk at work, I have a book in my car.
0: So <laughs> okay. you just keep track. Yeah. Yeah. It's a process. <laughs> I'd be interested to know if you have any thoughts on this? Did it harder to be, you know, get kind of, and you might say you have found it to be hard in either situation, but did it get harder to break into the into legal profession or into comedy as a young woman of color?
1: I mean, I think if you want to be really successful in comedy, I think comedy is harder. Luckily, I'm not going down that path, but I watch my friends do it. It's tough. It's really tough to become like, you know, an English or uh, Ali Wong or something like that. Like, it takes a long time, and it takes a lot of writing and bombing and stress and rejection. Whereas I kind of just perform here and there. Your life, if you want to break into comedy, is like all the time, 24 7. That's yep. kind of what you're doing, and you have very little reward at the beginning, you're not paid very well. And like you said, it's a very male dominated.
0: it out you tell, and really just performing as much as you can perform, they just, they perform as, as many people as you can get in front of and just yeah. hope that one day the right video goes viral or the right person in the audience. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. And that the, right, the show at the Laugh Factory once, and I was so excited and nervous because I thought they were going to record it and then maybe like, they went to my clips and they put it on their YouTube channel or their Instagram, and they ended up not even recording that night. So it,
0: I finally got my chance to be at the Laugh Factory and nothing came That's of it. That's so terrible. You know, things like that always are happening. So. Yeah, well, it's also great, though, sometimes you just have something that makes you feel good and that kind of gives you that high without all of the stress and pressure of being quote-unquote successful, because I think that law probably already does plenty of that. <laughs> oh, totally. So in trying to manage kind of your day job and your night passion, I assume comedy you night-time thing, I guess you probably do them in the daytime. Are there any habits or strategies that you live by that help you keep it all together and that really drive your success?
1: Yeah, so I follow my gut in that what got me to here was that I was in the Bay Area, I was at another job, and I just followed my gut. I knew that I was supposed to be in L.A., so I moved down here, you know, I found a job at Virgin Orbit. And I found this comedy class, and I knew that I was supposed to take that. I just followed my gut, and then I also really to get to success. I really tried to delve in and get out of my comfort zone in a way. Like when I found when I was looking for a new job, I brainstormed all the ways that I could potentially get the job. Like I took a class on job search and, and how to, to efficiently do it. I networked. I went to events. I asked questions I got curious of people that I looked up to and said, "How did you get that in house position?" I emailed my contacts, my resume, and so that's something that I usually do. You know, in at work. So like when I'm trying to be successful in some aspect of work, I really delve in. I try to do everything I can to ensure success. If I want to be a better manager, I'll read articles. I'll talk to people that are managers. I'll make a list of my goals as a manager try to see how I can become that so I guess I'd, follow, I'd say I follow my gut and I delve and,
0: and get out of my comfort zone when I'm trying to become successful. I love the phrase that you use that you got curious I think that mm. sometimes people get a little bit too like goal-oriented and they're like they want to read in order to be a good manager and so they're like I'll read this book and then I'll become a good manager but mm. the thing about being curious that like, kind of is a little bit more flexible and a little bit more organic and maybe authentic because you're following I guess curious is kind of that gut following your gut about what is interesting to you about the idea of being a good manager. Because for some people, it is about getting better results. For other people, it is about the managing of people and, like, human relationships and psychology. And for other people, it's about, like, the organizational, you know, structure and how do people work in groups. And, you know, there's all the different ways you could look at being a manager. And following the path that's interesting to you will bring you better results. And so I really love that phrase. So you manage that you do delve in and that you do, like, do research when you do stuff, which I think is very typical of us lawyers. Um, So I'd love to know if there are any resources that you would recommend for lawyers out there who are... Perhaps trying to be pursue something that they're scared of, or who are trying to advance their career. Because I think these are two things that you've done quite well in your time. Have you read anything? Do you listen to any podcasts? Are there any groups that you're a part of that have been really helpful in those endeavors?
1: Yeah, there are a few things that I've done. I think I think getting curious is one of them. I think when you are able to go and find people that are living at least in one aspect of life in the way that you're you're looking to live your life, that, that you, you know, so if you find somebody you look up to to find out how they got there, how they got that dream of yours, is really helpful and can you know help in your in your search to get there. Networking is also a really good tech. I also recently took this self improvement course called Landmark. And I think that was really helpful in making sure that I could see that I could have what I wanted in life if I really went after it and took responsibility and not you know not acted as a victim. And they had a lot of really good practical tips for how to live your life in general, but also to really make the most of your life. So I think I would recommend that. There are a few books I'm reading right now. I haven't finished them, but I think that they're really excellent resources right now. One of them is called Emotional Intelligence
0: 2.0. And the other one is You are a Badass. So funny. Are you reading it right now? I read it when it first came out, yeah. Oh really? Uh, and I've just recently finished her You Are Badass With Money book, her finance mm-hmm. book. I think the tone of it is a good in-between of personal development and, you know, kind of like really out-there woo-woo stuff, but pulled yeah. a little too much. Mm-hmm. The thing I really like about what you said, which I just wanted to highlight really quickly, is that the landmark course helps you take responsibility. And I was really nervous that you were gonna say that it would be possible to accomplish your dreams if you worked hard, because I think sometimes as lawyers we think that if we just work hard enough, if we just put in the hours and just work hard enough, everything will work out. And sometimes what we're not doing is really taking responsibility for kind of picking our head up and thinking, is this worth the right work? Is this worth the work? Am I moving in the right direction? Do you know what I mean? It's not that if I just build the hours and if I just get all the A's, that eventually someone will notice me and like give to me my dream life. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to actually take responsibility for creating a vision for your life, figuring out what steps you would need to take to achieve that vision, and then like actually moving in that direction. And it's not just hard work at it's also a little bit of insight and a little bit right. of inspiration. Yeah,
1: sometimes you need to
0: reevaluate if, if that's the right path. If it's not out. Absolutely. I'm a firm yeah. believer in taking responsibility for your own life.
1: Yeah. I was also going to mention that it's okay to ask for help. And I've had some coaching in getting to my path. I actually have a really great coach. Her name is Caroline Jordan. And anytime I'm not sure or I'm upset about something not going right, I always call her and she kind of helps me plan out what steps to take and how to get get what I want, if, if that's the right path for me. And moving down to LA, she was a really big part of helping me figure out how to do that and um, whether it was the right choice. So I would definitely also recommend finding someone you trust to coach you in those, either in your career or in life in general,
0: to get where you want to be. I'm such a huge advocate for coaching, and I think that it's really the, like, coaching is, we all know what the word means, and I think that in a lot of areas of our life we're very comfortable with that word. Like, if you want to be better at a physical sport, getting a coach seems obvious. You know, like, Michael Jordan had a coach, like, Mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant had a coach, Tiger Woods had a coach, and we're fine with that, but then we talk about our internal, like, personal selves, it seems weird because we think that that's already fully formed. Like, why would I need coaching to be who I am? i already who I am. But sometimes having an independent third party who's trained just like a sports coach is in bringing out the best in you can help you train the right muscles, can help you do the right exercises, can help you focus on the right things to reach that next level.
1: Totally. And I think even, you know, CEOs have coaches. The best of the best have coaches. And, and, and so I think, you know, if you're struggling, especially in an area, it's, it's such a helpful thing. So even if it's like one or two sessions mm-hmm. just to kind
0: of help you, yeah, I agree. Yeah, Oprah has a coach. I mean, Oprah has a coach? Oh, yeah. Then. <laughs> I mean, if Oprah has a coach, I don't know who's too good for a coach. <laughs> exactly she's like America's coach
1: yeah I, think um, that, yeah I think that my current boss right now he's not only my boss but this incredible lawyer Derek Boston he's also my mentor and almost every single day we will walk the shop floor at work probably for a half an hour and I'll just go through the questions that I have that came up throughout the day and he'll ask me questions on how I you know how, how I should handle it and, and that has helped me become such a better lawyer just to have him there somebody with you know 20 plus more years of experience than me to help me think out of the box and think about the right ways of analyzing each situation so that's been really helpful and luckily that's part of, you know I,
0: I get that as part of working here but you know that's something I would honestly pay for if, if it wasn't my boss to help me become a better attorney it's so invaluable to have people to work for people who you don't just like working with, but who are willing to take the time to do that for you. And because sometimes you can work for great people who are just themselves busy and trying to, you know, progress in their own careers and have to balance their own lives, and they just don't have the time and don't place a priority on that mentoring. Luckily, I think a lot of lawyers do, where it can be people, people, which is why I went to this profession in the first instance. Mm-hmm. But um, as I told you before we got on, the GC who recruited me into my current role was somebody who I, and still looked up to very much. He's somebody who, when I saw the way in which he had built a life, it wasn't just that I really liked the way he practiced law. I really liked the entire life he had built for himself. And I think that's really rare to find to your point earlier about finding somebody who has achieved one of your dreams.